Thanks for tuning in to the Boiler Express podcast. Join us each week as we dive into all things Purdue sports. You'll hear in-depth analysis of our previous and upcoming games, as well as interviews with players and people involved in the Purdue sports fandom. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and YouTube for our live stream shows as well. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Boiler Express podcast. I'm your host, Damon, or the Ultimate Boiler. Uh, we've got the crew here, Frank, Dylan, uh, Chris. Guys, I'm glad to see that uh, Dylan and Chris, I'm glad to see you didn't wear your matching shirts, you little weirdos. Go high. Hey, it's hockey season, boys. It's hockey season. Let's go. <clears throat> glad that didn't happen. Though. I was uh, I was going to make fun of you guys if uh, you did that. But sorry. Um, so, yeah, uh, we played a football game uh, this weekend. That did happen. Mm, uh, tough choice <laughs> of words, but you could say that. Uh, there was football that was played. Now, the caliber of football, that's a that's a different story. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I do just want to give a big shout out to Ohio State for filling up probably 90% of our intro video um, with all the great times that we've had uh, in the past playing against you guys in various sports. So uh, shout out to Eric and the Ohio podcast and uh, everybody else at Ohio State. for. I got to meet those guys. Good folks. Glad to see Chris is alive. Um, he barely made it, guy, but he did it. He made it there. That's mm-hmm. tough. That's tough trek for him, but he made it. Oh wow, he did make it. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I saw him in the flesh. All right, he looked a little pale. <laughs> he's real. He's not. He's real. He and he's alive, which was great. And he first I saw Eric and Aaron, and then I said, "Where's, where's Chris?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's coming." And Chris is just walking, man. Like, <laughs> he just crazy. left him behind. <laughs> I said, "God forbid you help your friend here, bud." It's like, what are we doing? Oh, anyway, great people love him. They kept the hard hat. I got to wear the hard hat, but I don't. We don't get to keep it this year because obviously, we, you know, we lost. Right. Um, but it's a really, really cool hard hat, and I can't wait to see it in like ten years. <laughs> yeah, so hey, for anyone them. who doesn't who doesn't know what Dylan's referring to is with the collaborative podcast we did with the OHIO podcast. They actually created a hybrid Purdue Ohio State helmet, uh, and the winner of the hard game, hat. Uh, hard hat, yeah, hard hat helmet. The winner of the game got to keep it, so it's half Purdue, half uh, Ohio State with the Buckeye leaves on it so uh glad frank's there to be the adult because i'm not explaining anything i'm just saying oh no yeah just yeah yeah. in case anyone (laughs) anyone was confused as to why we're talking about they're always confused when i talk (laughs) it doesn't really matter yeah so uh, unfortunately we weren't able to uh to secure that one but uh i think russ said don't we play them like four or five times in the next six years i think it's like four of the for the next five years does the hard hat rivalry count for basketball because then we see it oh no, because that wouldn't be fair. Yeah, and that, yeah, and then you got a few games. There. And if yeah, it comes no, to I, me, nobody's ever going to see it again. Yeah, just as, oh. it'll disappear in the pit that Damon has somewhere <laughs> in his house. Well, last year we just uh, we 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 broke Ohio State's season last soul. year in basketball season. We like, they were great, and then we times. beat them, and then they just crumbled. I did get to high five the big nut, so that was uh that was certainly something. Yeah. Is that is that the official mascot name? The big nut. Yeah, that's his name. No, no, that's Brutus, the 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 super fan. Oh, oh okay, okay. the super fan. No, okay. Brutus's name is not the big nut. He's technically, I guess, a big nut. Yeah, but... I mean, that's what that's yeah, that's that's what and I was. Then, I didn't know it had a name. And We're then really I saw the cowboy on like verbiage and oh, how but we that's his name. Or... Okay, he doesn't think you're gonna be perverted about it. All right. Yeah, let's... but I'm I'm. I have you're a seven-year-old mind. So. Well, I mean, that's why we get along so well. Yeah, so I don't know if true. you've noticed this. This but. is true. But no, and then I yeah. saw the guy with the cowboy hat that, like, all according to Eric, that every Ohio State fan hates. Um, he was walking alone, so it did. It did. You know, seem <laughs> it checked uh, out. It checked you out. Stone yeah, cold stun rim. 
I just I just saw saw the cowboy hat and he's walking all by himself. And I was like, Oof. but Makes like sense. the big nut travels with a with a gaggle of Ohio State fans. I mean, entourage an entourage, and then you got the cowboy hat guy. I don't know what he calls himself, but he's alone, cowboy all by his lonesome. When I was there in 2018, there was a I saw uh, you know the guys that you're talking about too, but the dudes that sat right in front of us. Um, what's going on, Cody? Cody, Michael, uh, Cody. I'm sorry, I missed fellas. your tailgate, dude. That's on me. I'm bad at scheduling. Life. Yeah, we all need to like bum rush Cody's uh, tailgate because we've gotten that invite a couple times now. We've mm. all missed it. Well, or... I was the only one at the Ohio State game, the one game I made this year. And well, got, a lot well, of us no, have been to other Chris. games this year, so <laughs> I got to see Chris. He was technically working, but he wouldn't give me a ride to the stadium, so that was kind of hurt. But you know, you no, should we have done something illegal to like be. <laughs> Then you could have gotten riding. I just wanted all I was asking was for a police escort to the stadium. That is that is that a big ask? Is that we were mucho busy, so oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, there's 60 How dare you thousand people all in one air, central area. <laughs> it's a security risk. Oh, you were working when there's a big 10 game of the number two team in the country. You act like you're busy, will you? Jeez, yeah, Jeez. Right. So speaking uh, of games, number two team, uh, Dylan, you were there, uh, as you just mentioned. What was the atmosphere like at the game? Not great. I mean, at first it was cool, right? The kickoff was great. They were supposed to say cancer sucks. They didn't. They kept with IU. Um, so, you know, that was something. And then the weather wasn't bad. It wasn't that cold. Granted, I I, I thrive in cold weather. Uh, but then, like, after halftime, everyone's gone except for red. And Dang. then they started the OHIO chant, and it made me so upset. <laughs> it made me yeah. so mad. Uh, and it it seemed like I was talking to Eric uh, before the game, and he said people, there are Ohio State fans that bought their tickets for under $20. Mm-hmm. $20. So that means like Purdue fans, maybe even season ticket holders, were just trying to get rid of their ticket because they didn't want to go to the game. So that kind of stinks, in my opinion, because uh, it was there. I mean, I've been to like the last two or three, maybe four Ohio state coming to Purdue games. And there's been a lot of red, but this is the, this was the most red I've, I've seen in ever, I think. Um, but other than that, uh, for, it was my first game this season. So my first time seeing the Taylor tunnel, first time seeing the renovations in the South end zone looks great. Looks awesome. They're even there. I don't know how they got in there, but there were even some Ohio state fans in the student section. How that happens, I don't know. I feel yeah, like that always happens. That, that, that I imagine deserves... there's some students who are Ohio State fans, maybe. Still, no. that's a student that needs drop kicked. When they, hey, maybe kicked the, out of the. I hate to, to sound, sound dramatic. By the way, uh, Michaela asked, "How are you guys?" Uh, Michaela, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm, I'm doing. Well. I'm How great. I'm doing? standing up, boys. I, I don't know if I Thanks. said this. And then, uh, <laughs> Cody, November 11th, come party with us. Don't throw you know, I'm I'm sad. This may be. The first time in maybe like over ten years that I have may not attend a home game. What Big are we fan. doing, God. man? I, I I have yeah. I mean, for two home games, Figure I was out of the country. Out, so <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, it may be. I'm not saying it will be, but the only game that there's potential hope for <laughs> is Minnesota at home. I'm just every time uh, I get pissed off, I'm just gonna look away and yell something. And then walk back because I'm standing now. I'm mobile for the most point. Do you, you have a standing desk? No, I don't. It's currently on two storage tubs, a wooden stool, <laughs> and then my computer. So no, I don't have a standing desk. Okay, cool. I just thought you were Those like joints me. are expensive. I've got a standing and, one. <laughs> and our our budget here at the Boiler Express podcast does not do that. The t-shirts, the one t-shirt to exist. We got the budget for the one t-shirt. What are you What are you doing there, Chris? You you levitating? Yeah. Kind of looks like it, yeah. 
Uh, Where's Russ? Is Russ? Uh, is Russ? Okay? Yeah, Russ, oh, no, Russ, he's on a different podcast. Yeah, Ru- Russ is on another podcast, and yeah, he did wow. say he was going to be hopping. He had in to run for some finished. depends. I think yeah. <laughs> that is um, that is if his internet works. He's using his wife's computer, so we'll sure. see. He's using his Microsoft ninety seven, you know, tube. What do they call those things that when you turn on it makes the high pitch noise? He's using that. I love. Sure, I guess. Fifty six k, dude. I watched Sounds the like uh, a fax machine. His wife. I he has to a... yell at his wife to get off the phone. Get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a. Uh, I saw a TikTok the uh, the other day. This guy actually has like a Windows, like a Dell brick house computer yeah, his, his with like the monitor Russ. and everything. And he plays like all the old school games from like the late nineties and early two thousands. It was pretty cool. Wow. To, to watch, I just kind of got stuck watching him play. I think he was like. I don't know how, but he was playing like the original, original like World of Warcraft. It was kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Um, so I just kind of got lost. In, yeah, no, uh, I just kind of got lost in, in watching it. But no, uh, it was it was pretty cool. Um, hey, Damon, that's a cool blitz board you have behind you. Where a did blitz you get board. That? <laughs> where did you obtain? Where'd you get that blitz board, bud? <laughs> yeah, thank you for the uh, not so subtle prompt there, Dylan. Uh, before we get any farther into the podcast, I do want to give a big shout out to out our partnership with Big Banner. You can check them out at BigBannerSports.com. They've got the uh, the huddle. There's a uh, sports. They have sports betting. They've got a podcast that covers every Big Ten team. Um, Dylan's got his finger up. What's up, Dylan? I was on the huddle last week with Eric, and I called Jr. the wrong name. <laughs> most of the podcast so i apologize i was calling him jay at least you got Uh, half of it right i got half of it right it's two letters i got the first one so there's some the none bro and he god bless him never said a word (laughs) just let it happen i just snapped i'd have been like listen (laughs) and like if i called chris just 5-0 which i guess he is still if you take away the ghost anyway still shout out to jr i had a lot of fun on the on the uh good comparison nerd huddle yeah no it was real bad but uh, but no, I had a lot of fun with Eric. It was we. I did three podcasts last week. Oh, oh. Okay. I'm we over. You're a big deal. Okay, we get kind it. Of a, no, yeah. I'm not. Stop it. I, um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, BigBannerSports.com. You can check out all the podcasts. Um, if you have nothing better to do with your life, you could. Uh, you know, never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, the partnership with the Big Banner. We've got a partnership slash sponsorship with MartinVintage.com. Which super excited to announce that they've got a really cool new shirt that just dropped. Uh, the I like all the helmets, the helmets on the back of helmets. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got you, Chris. Stop it. Got all the helmets on the back of it. It's pretty cool. Uh, I believe what is it? Ten percent using code Boiler with Express? the code BXP, you can get ten percent off your next order at MartinVintage.com. Nailed it. All right. Yay! Dylan's hyped up tonight, you guys. I'm loving. I'm it. standing. It's a whole new world when you're standing up to do a podcast. You can like move around and be like. That's the like, thing. I'm so mobile. I can grab. I can grab random things. I I've grab got so much things. room for activities. You need a deer head. I just feel bad for anybody I'm that's listening guy. to this on Spotify or Apple. Uh, yeah, Apple yeah. Podcast. Our, not our audio listeners. Yeah, I mean. So I did. I did dive into the analytics. I think I sent it to you guys. Eighty percent of people listen <laughs> till the very end. Uh, that's gonna that's, that's gonna go down substantially. Yeah, I tell uh, them to use the hashtag Russ is old. Yeah. And I'll send them like five bucks, and nobody does. Yeah. Shows how yeah. much Russ is loved. Well, let's address let, let's address the elephant in the room here. Um, how do we feel about the performance against Ohio State? Before you know, we have a good season now. Yeah, go ahead, Damon. Before we go do ahead. that, real quick, also want to give a shout out to our sponsorship at Cincy Blitzboards or at Blitzboards on Twitter. Um, great. 
uh, product. Dylan's got his behind him. I've got mine behind. Like price is right model. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Very great, great quality. Um, you can take it to tailgates. Uh, you can take it to, you can put it in your background for a podcast. Chris, where's um, yours? Don't you have one? Yeah, it's in my garage. Uh, figure it out. Yeah, man. it's in his garage because he frequently uses it because it's such an awesome game yes. to use. Right. There you go. And you know me, uh, I've got the got the pad for uh, for sports and whatnot, so we're always playing. It's a blitz board is a sport. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get that in there real quick. But <laughs> no, Frank, no, back yeah. to you. What Sorry. were you saying about the? Uh... Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's 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 uh, halfway through the season now. We're on a bye week. Uh, coaches are on the recruiting trail. Uh, coming off a, a pretty pretty bad loss to Ohio State. You know, just how are how are we feeling in general about the team? How are we feeling about the state of things? Uh, just yeah, how are we feeling? So I know I've been kind of a grumpy Gus the last couple no. weeks. No. So, um, and I'm acknowledging it. So let's all uh, just, you know, uh, pretty proud of myself for acknowledging that. But anyway. Nope. Uh, First way to fix it, acknowledge you have a problem. You know, I- <laughs> was- last week we had an addiction specialist on. Like things are, like, things are trending in the right direction. Yeah. He was um, on the right podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so – I've been kind of right negative now. the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, obviously this past Saturday didn't help, but I started to just kind of look at the the bigger picture here. And one thing that I'm kind of holding on to is that, um, you know, it took, what was it, 2019? So that was what, Brahms' second or third year to get his best recruiting class um, with the most four stars that he had, which I believe was six um, in that class. And I, I don't remember what they were ranked, but I think it was like 26th or 25th maybe. Um so that took him, you know, almost three years to get. Ryan Walters has almost gotten that with more four stars in, uh, or not as many four stars, but has almost gotten that um, in one year. Literally, not even been a full year yet. Been, um, it'll be a year in December. So math, like nine months, ten months. Um, and I think that's really impressive. Uh, wow, he's here. Hey! Hold on, hold on, guys, hold on. Don't celebrate yet. Russ, say something. (laughs) I got you. I got you. It's a miracle, boy. I think we're good. Russ, 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 Russ. Russ. Hey, Dylan, stand it up. I like that. I I know, right, dude? I have a whole new energy to the podcast now. That hey, we got a we got a comment here, uh, Dylan. You're gonna like from the huddle. Hey, 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 Jr. Jr. I'll send you one. One. This is literally the only one we have in existence. (laughs) The budget called for one (laughs) T-shirt, and I got it. (laughs) And that was after Dylan went around. panhandling uh before the game on <laughs> it took Saturday. Me like four days to do it God. i definitely saw you at the intersection of salisbury and sagmore that day i was yeah, like I what the give hell me a ride so russ like the russ to kind of uh russ to kind of catch you up on what we were just talking about uh damon was was acknowledging the fact that maybe he's been a little bit grumpy and he was i think just starting to get into a little bit uh the fact of looking at the bigger picture and looking a tough at you know, weeks, the outlook on the future so um yeah so, yeah i was talking about the recruiting class uh how i think that uh you know, it's he's already at a place that uh, recruiting wise where Coach Brahma took him two to three years to get there. So that has me feeling uh, some type of way. And if you break down some players individually, I think individually we have a couple of really great players, whether that's Dylan Thieneman or that's Nick Sporton. Um, you know, tons of, uh, of talent out there that I'm hoping and knocking on wood that we can keep these guys and just continue to build off of that. Um, and then these recruits coming in extra, like our best recruit coming in is a safety. 
I don't know when the last time Purdue's best recruit coming into a season was uh, a defensive player off the top of my head anyway. Um, I think uh, GK3 probably, right? Yeah, 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 probably. probably true. And Yanni, yeah, Sorry, sorry let me let me classify that even more. Uh, secondary defensive player, like a somebody that's in the secondary, yeah, like no a safety idea. or DB. That's been a Ricardo, long time. Ricardo uh, Allen was was pretty was he pretty highly rated? Maybe, maybe Marvin Grant. Not sure. Yeah, Marvin Grant. Oh, yeah, he's a four star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, still hopeful. Cody Abrams says uh, still hopeful for a bowl game. Just glad that we have a bye week to get some of the guys healthy. Yeah, definitely. I don't agree. know if a bowl game's in the mix. Well, I got a point. I can't. Every time well, I do this. Okay, I'm think about it. Think, think about what Eric from the Ohio podcast said last week. We still have Minnesota. We still have Northwestern. We still have Indiana. We okay. still have Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. If, there, if there's one point that I want to make tonight, it's that I expected even best case scenario when I did eight and four for us to start one and three in Big Ten play because we literally had Wisconsin, Iowa, and Ohio State in our first four conference games. And in our last five is when we get – Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern, and IU. So, yeah, we definitely have a path to six games 100% still. Mm -hmm. Or six wins, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just our margin for error is just that much smaller now. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe these guys, like, feed off pressure. Yeah, yeah. maybe. And, and I honestly, know they're under pretty big pressure on Saturday. And, uh... <laughs> well, in, in my opinion, Saturday Bob was Wright. the first game where we just looked <laughs> Not really <great>, – <laughs> Yeah, I think I think this past Saturday against Ohio State was the first game where we just looked like the worst team. Yeah, like we just looked like we didn't belong in the same league. Um, I think felt like every other game. Honestly, I felt like had we played mistake-free football, we could have won. Um, and that you know wasn't just just wasn't the case uh, on Saturday. I just you know things I looked think... good on that first drive. We were moving the ball, and uh, I mean, and who knew field goal field who knew field goal kicking was a problem now. Uh, as well, I mean, so they're just it's that's always something Purdue's like had a hard time. Oh, with don't funny, even like, get me started on the field goal. Come down from the stands, kicks a 40 yarder, no big deal. Once a two year car lease, good for him. Oh, Dylan, kicker goes strolling Dylan, out there. Just, Dylan, now, who's having issues? You just pulled a rush. You, yeah, now who's rush. That, yeah. you just pulled a rush, man. Uh, here we have a comment from Big Time Huddle. We're on, we're on Ohio State Street inside Ohio Street. Went for Koi Beasley, but told him no for Purdue. That's right. That's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. When speaking of, you know, we, we can talk about recruiting for a second. Uh, big recruit announced yesterday, Tavion Galloway. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that was a guy who, you know, over the summer, it looked like he was pretty much a lock for LSU. Um, and then it, what was it, Florida Atlantic? It was uh, no, UCF. UCF. Yeah, I thought he I was always get those Florida the, schools. Mixed I thought up. he they was the like the fake, the fake space school. I thought he was for sure going there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, um, and, and, and honestly, he was, he was a guy that, you know, speaking of word on the streets, word on the streets was that, you know, Walters had kind of stepped away from actively recruiting him and had kind of just put the ball in his court, said, hey, man, I've made my pitch. You're either coming or you're not. It's a ball and, move. I mean, and, I love and that. that. I love that. that was, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, that was that was reported because he was actively pursuing him over the summer. He was, you know, it was definitely a big target. And he just said, hey, I've made my pitch. You're, you're, you're in or you're out. And. You know, he made the right decision. So and he's um, enrolling early too. So he's gonna get to train and work out with the team and yeah. get that the the you spring know, ball the, stuff. Spring ball, all that good stuff. And he's yeah. six six, a six six big, tight end. Big boy. Big boy. I'm excited good, about that. He his build reminds me of a Gronk style oh, tight me? end. Oh. Yeah, yeah, what is he like six six? I think he's two thirty. Yeah, he, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. I wish I was two thirty. And if he makes a transformation like Deion Burks did from last year to this year, like just uh, body physique wise, holy crap! 
Yeah, you're right, Huddle. Don't Jim Harbaugh it. Yeah, yeah, we have we have a comment here from Big Ten Huddle. I love when coaches do that. Don't be begging kids. Couldn't agree more. Hundred percent. Looking at you, Jim Harbaugh. And no the fact game. that he's still and the fact that he's not going around chasing guys, knowing that he's got a Who's job that is historically tough to recruit for in the Big Ten, especially when the climate for recruiting now is changing so drastically. Where there's the NIL, there's all this money, there's all these deals and everything. The fact that he's still sticking to his guns, I mean, like, dude, I gave you my pitch. If you don't want to come, peace out. I'll find somebody else. Uh, so I think that speaks uh, high volumes. Very, very to- and, and I don't think we're done based off of kind of the rumblings out of that major recruiting visit we had last week. Even oh, though yeah. we lost, I still think we're going to get a bunch of There's positive- that four-star offensive lineman that just decommitted from Michigan State that I've yeah. heard a lot of. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of Minnesota fans think he's uh think he's going there, but he decommitted from Michigan State the day after he visited Purdue. So yeah, not saying not saying one leads to the other, but no, but that's always a good sign. Yeah, when you're in a cult, it'll make you think crazy things. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. What's the biggest thing in college football and college sports lately? Is the transfer portal right? We haven't even. I thought it was the Fleck Bank. So allegedly, (laughs) allegedly. But but no, uh, Russ brings up a good point though. Is that is even in like six months through the summer, uh, Walters was doing a really good job when it came to recruiting out of the transfer mm-hmm. portal, Hudson Card, and on top of others, Embo and Embi and M- Marquise e, Wilson, all Marquise the Wilson, all the M's in the world. Um, <laughs> that now that he has a full year under his belt, and we've shown competency. Now we've now I'm not saying we've played great. Obviously, we haven't. No, there's been some things against us: injuries, scheme, play calling, schedule that have worked against us. But we've shown opportunities to play competently. You know, we saw it against Illinois. We saw it against um, uh, Virginia Tech. We saw parts of it against Fresno State. That I think he can take that video and be like, "Listen, this is what we're doing. We are going to get there." If you hop on now, you're going to be a part of the ride. And it's also his first year, like being a head coach too. So he could, you know, look back at the end of this year. I'm sure he's even done it as this year's gone on and be like, damn, I really thought that was going to work. Or I really yeah. thought this, you know, style of coaching or doing this or approaching it this way would work. Didn't work. Let's go back to the drawing board. So I'm excited to see like what his ability is to, and it seems like it's high to look at himself, to look at his his coaching staff and be like, this isn't working. We have to change something. We have to fix something. I mean, we saw that just based off the defensive coordinator stuff. You know, he's into doing the play calling and outside of the Ohio State game, it's done really well with him calling the plays. It seems like we're getting more blitzes than we were with Kane calling plays. We're, we're doing more stunts at the defensive line and things just look a little better. Even... And I know you guys are going to disagree with this. It seems like the back end in the secondary seems a little bit more competent when Walters was calling the plays compared to Kane. I don't know if Kane was just like holding holding stuff to the vest a little bit and being a little bit more conservative, but it seems like Walters is like, screw it. <clears throat> hmm. I agree with that partially. I just don't know fully that I can agree that they've like, the secondary has improved that much in the last three games just because one of those games was against Iowa and that quarterback should have gotten uh, ground, intentional grounding for how far he overthrew his receivers that entire game. Like it was, he uh, he helped us out quite a bit. Right, game. but but like if you look at it from the back end, 
it looks like it looked like guys in the secondary were passing off receivers better than they were at Virginia Tech against Fresno State compared to now where it looked like it it meshed a lot better. And I think uh, it was the former editor in chief of um, goldenblack.com. He tweeted out, I want to say a week ago, maybe a week and, or two weeks ago, talking about how like Walter's defense was really good when he has first round pick corners. And I think right now, unfortunately, no offense to anybody that's there, but once we get to that talent level at the corner position, I think that's going to open up the defense because we can afford to leave those guys on islands more and loosen up what we do with the defensive backs and nickel corners and linebackers where we're not relying so much on a guy like Sanusi Kane that I love. He is not a covered safety. He's the smack the dude in the mouth at the line of scrimmage safety. And I think they'll open it up a lot. I can't, I don't remember who was covering uh, Harrison jr, but they talked crap to him like the first couple snaps Oh geez, and I knew that wasn't going to be <laughs> like yeah. I knew. Oh, at that I point, think it was uh, it was Rogers, like, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Alessandro, I believe. So uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I yeah. only watched the first half of the first quarter. I listened to the rest on the radio because <laughs> um, I attended a wedding that day. Um, but they were that was one thing they were talking about on the radio uh, often is that our DBs, our meaning Purdue DBs, were chirping at Ohio State oh, yeah. receivers when they really do. didn't do anything to affect the play. Like the ball was just overthrown or the ball was underthrown and then they were like chirping and getting in their face after. And and the guys on the radio were just like, stop, like stop doing that. Oh, of all people. Uh, I mean, you take their star, their best wide receiver in a few years and you're talking mad crap to them. It's not going to end well. It's just here's, like, an, here's an interesting question here of your question. Who wasn't on defense that called the Ohio State offense basic? I have no idea. Oh, that yeah, that that's honestly news to me. I mean that that wouldn't surprise me because, I mean, when you're as talented as they are, they don't have to run the most it, complex offense. I mean, they're just like I mean, I mean, like Marvin Harrison Jr. caught so many passes in that game in double coverage that like only five maybe receivers in college football would have made. Like that one where he threw right in, in between Alessandro and Dylan, Dylan Thieneman. One DB got a hand on it, like tipped it up. Like not many guys are making that catch. I wasn't even mad. Just like. Yeah. I you mean, know, I'm not gonna lie. Too. Yeah, there there isn't a lot of complexities in terms, in terms of like motions and switches and and changing formations at the line and stuff. But Russ, do you have something to say about pal? I was gonna say it's Nick Scorton. That's who. Was said it Nick Scorton? Yeah, yeah. yeah chime he in, said, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He said obviously a lot of good skill guys, uh, a good running back. I would say a very basic offense. Okay. They don't have to be. They don't have to do anything yeah, flashy. Yeah. They're Ohio freaking state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, they have. They yeah, have I would guys. say, you know, Frank said it, it looked like the first game we clearly were outmatched. And I don't know that we shouldn't have just expected that. You know, going into shorthanded oh, as I we did. were, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was yeah. for people to act like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, we've been Purdue fans for a while now, right? We did, It's not our first year. And we can remember games where we gave up 50 burgers, 60 burgers. And until that late freshman to freshman breakthrough connection, it was 31 to seven. So I'm not, I don't understand where people get off saying this is, we're back to the lowest point of Purdue football. When yeah, I like, don't know where these, where these I, fans are yeah. coming from either. It really yeah. confuses me. Cause if they, is what it is. Been we're not going back three, to the Big Ten championship after a new coaching staff. And is that what's happening? Purdue fans are getting too spoiled our... that we barely made it to the Big Ten championship and they're like, hey, 
Why aren't we in the Rose Bowl? What's going on? Well, I mean, and we didn't. I need answers. I'm not to take I mean, anything last, away from last year's team, but it wasn't. It wasn't like we put. We needed other teams to lose to get ourselves into the Big Ten championship. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just just to call it like it is, call a spade a spade here. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what Nebraska. we needed for the Rose Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> One thing, and so I didn't. I didn't get to watch this. Like I said, I was listening on the radio. Dylan Thieneman hit, uh, I don't know if it was the backup running back, his name escapes me, but they said that like he was clearly concussed. Like, oh, and, Tavion or whatever? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it, wait, wait, was that the case? Is it a pretty nasty hit? Yeah, so he got hit really hard, and then as he's running back uh, towards the sideline, he full Tua's and like flips over. And, and the official's the like, did you say Tua? Yeah, and then he hops up and runs the sideline. Well, and that, mm-hmm. and, and, and that, that was interesting too that that Dylan Thieneman were to be the one to to lay that hit because just last week we were I would I don't want to say criticized but it was pointed out that we're starting a true freshman safety yes uh, not that I ever want to see anyone get hurt or anything like that no. but hopefully now they understand why he's starting it's not <laughs> that out of necessity whole game, it's because he's a very skilled player that whole game he was hitting like he wanted to send someone to the hospital like that kid was I. I haven't just seen... before the play snaps. I mean, he's he's bouncing around. He's yeah. like he's real high energy. You can tell yeah. he wants to go. And I, I think I mentioned. Skulls. I think I mentioned it before. It's like he has a clock in his head that's about two and a half seconds, and he just goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he, he does play super deep, and he is the last shot. But like he's not waiting for something to happen. Oh, he's, he's he's counting about two or three, and then he's picking a receiver or picking somebody to go hit. Like mm-hmm. he's finding somebody's. Yeah, I don't know who laid the hit, but there's an Ohio State guy. I think it's wide receiver that got hit. And then he's walking back to the sidelines and just collapses, falls. That hit happened right in front of my seats, and I'd never heard a helmet to helmet sound so, like clack like that in my life. That was, was the Tavion hit. Was it? Oh my yeah. god, dude! Yeah, because it was, it was right. Attention. Yeah, it was right on the Purdue sideline, probably yep, about yep. the forty yard line. Yeah, thirty and, but, and thirty. Yeah, but and pay then attention, old man. We we just talked him. about it. Yeah, and then he gets up, gets right back to about the middle, uh, east and west of the field and just falls. I was like, Ooh, yeah, that whole, reminded like, me exactly like the two a hit when he was like hopped up and walked over and then fell over again. It was identical to that. Jello legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was an old guy behind me that when he fell, he was like, Oh, <laughs> like, that's not good. That's what I said. The guy that calls out the, the game play by play. No, I haven't. Well, this is my only game this year, but he wasn't there. And, but I did have some real dummies behind me who were like, all you have to do when playing against Marvin Harrison Jr., you just got to guard him close. That's what a guy said. Those are words that came out of See, his... and that's the that, stupid part the, because the, the players or the coaches so, never thought how of much that. you want to bet that guy never played football so day in his life, dumb. too. I looked back I played Madden a couple times. What do you I just I was so upset. I was so <laughs> mad. It. Dude, standing Dylan is like Zach Eady with a Stop headband it. right now. It's like oh my god, breed. dude. I'm in a whole different literal level and figuratively, but you get it. Cody I just, Mike Labrum says being a Purdue fan is like a roller coaster that freaking that's freaking so loud that I like uh like he sings stars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a roller coaster, right? But um so I just talked earlier about and sorry, this is kind of a sidetrack. I talked earlier about how Coy Beasley's coming to Purdue, um, big time recruit, four-star safety. We've also got another four-star safety coming next year in Luke Williams, uh, out of Naperville, Illinois. Um, who he also uh, snatched from, uh, I believe, Illinois it was. Ha, so, take that, Bert. 
pretty exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. And then another right. highly rated safety. So we've got like three pretty highly rated safeties uh, coming in next year, which is freaking awesome. Russ brought up um, a good point on the group chat. I have three logos in my frame right now. And I just kind of realized that. <laughs> if Jesus. you wonder what podcast you're listening to, just, just yeah, just look, look at, at me. Hey, oh, yeah. Aww. I, I just Russ pointed that out, and I'm like, ooh. By the way, guys, I didn't. Uh, so I, I literally did not until we went live earlier, um, a little bit ago. I did not. I couldn't figure out why Russ and Chris were like, like making fun of me for asking if we were going to go live tonight. I had no clue that I said, "Are we going to live tonight?" <laughs> Had no clue, <laughs> no clue at all until like twenty minutes. Before hey guys, we lived. All right, we good lived. for us. Yeah. Hey, attaboys, attaboys. So. Russ is debatable. He could keel over at any moment at his yeah. age, but he's still trucking. You take along. your Geritol. <laughs> I had to explain to Eric from the Ohio Pod at the game. He's like, Russ doesn't look that old. I'm like, he's actually no. not the oldest on the podcast. Even <laughs> like we just, and oh I'm the God. one that makes the the forgetful mistakes all the time. So yes. Russ is actually one of the least like old people, but we I I can't let it go. He's old. So we're all about that life. Look at me, I'm being nice to Russ. That's weird. Hey. I don't like to normal. Standing Dylan's a different breed. I I tell you what. Dude, I'm loving it. This whole I tell you thing, what? My back kind of hurts, but <laughs> it's we're having a good time. We're okay, I'm about old. to drop my desk old. down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can't drop mine down. It's on two storage bins and a wood stool. Like, there's no. <laughs> and you made fun of my lawn chair, and it's on. Oh, storage you have a lawn. <laughs> you cannot. You look like you're watching your kid's soccer game over there with your cage where you put your children. <laughs> oh, hey, that's just kidding. Turn. That's where he puts his. <laughs> that's allegedly. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not. I'm not that crazy. Come on. I don't know. No, uh, that's where that's where your dog stays. Did we, we just accuse that. Russ of a war crime? <laughs> so anyway, uh, we, we're on a bye week this week, and then we play uh, Nebraska coming up on the twenty eighth. Um, game or a winnable game? Yeah, a winnable game. Uh, that was that's probably game. one of my favorite podcast moments is when Mark Hill Jones was like, we were talking about the new coach, and he was like, kind of sucks, or like, uh, what was it talking about the new coach? No, it wasn't talking about the new coach, was it? It was something else. No, he was talking uh, about Scott, Scott Frost, Frost leaving. That's fired. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I miss like, making fun. He's of like, Scott it won't, uh, it won't, it won't mean as much anymore. It's gonna go away. <laughs> and I'll I keep it alive. Greg McMahon is like, I'll never let that go. <laughs> no, like, I miss, I miss being able to make fun of Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. Is he even <sighs> like coaching or anything right now? Is I don't think so. Uh, I think in fact right. they pay him a lot of money. They have Anish from Boiled Sports brings up like it's his dream job to get paid to not do something. So like how head coaches get fired and they pay him like Charlie Weiss, I'm pretty sure still makes money from Notre Dame. Well, there's the one dude in baseball from the Orioles who gets paid like a million dollars. There's one from the Mets too, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) Maybe it's the Mets. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Bobby something or another. Bobby Bonilla, isn't that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Look at at me, boys. Hey, I think Kevin Garnett is still getting five million a year from the Celtics, uh, and I think that runs through maybe the end of this year or next year. So. Well, the pod has to pay me a dollar a year for the next 300 years. No. Just That's not how that works. Meal. That's not how it just works, Dylan. Style. You know what, Russ? God. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough crowd. Jeez. Right? I just want a stand-up desk. All right, we have one T-shirt in existence, and everyone wants one, but this is literally the only one that exists. We're trying. Guys, we're trying, okay? All right, focus. No. <laughs> So Nebraska is pretty banged up as well. <laughs> is that correct? Uh, is Jeff Sims still out as quarterback, or um, kind of what's the deal? Does anybody have the four one one in Nebraska, or um, 
are we just all kind of going into this blind? I mean, four, I will one, say, one. What is this? Um, the two games that I watched them play, you know, while someone looks up those stats, um, I watched the Minnesota game that they kind of threw away, and then uh, most of the Illinois game, and that was that was some ugly football between both those games, uh, and I don't, I'm not really intimidated by them, and I don't think you take Minnesota. Um, Nebraska and probably Indiana and none of them have really looked impressive enough for me to be not thinking that we're like a 75, 25% favorite in those games. Northwestern is kind of a wild card. Um, they've obviously kind of figured something out there maybe um, with coming back and beating Minnesota, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if we finished six and six and those games are not that big of a deal. I'm not convinced Matt rule style of football, plays well in the big 10 yeah yeah but i mean matt rule also has a history of tanking the first year and then they go like eight or, they win like nine to ten games you know the that's next that's why both those that, things so. combined just the, the the game even though it's at nebraska does not you know worry me like yeah it's still big 10 football you're still on the road you've got it you've got to get up for that game but i i think these guys you know you can tell they do not like not do not like losing that's i'm just this is yeah. not a this is not a throwaway year for them. They they want to go to a bowl game, and they know that their feet are to the fire because Michigan's still on the schedule. So every game besides Michigan is must win right now if they want to play a bowl game. So yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the only thing that I'm seeing is like Nebraska. Um, let me see where where's where is it at? I just lost it. So so they've Matt Rule has been treating Jeff Sims injury very similar to how Rondale Moore was treated, and they went 2019. Um, you know, he was he was a game time decision every week for like eight weeks. I remember um, seeing that now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, so in his in his uh, absence, they've been uh, starting Heinrich Harburg, um, who, you know, hasn't been great either. Uh, Jeff Sims, you know, was was not playing well. I mean, just to be blunt, uh for Nebraska. Uh PFF grade of forty six. Don't know how much merit you know when you give PFF grades and Harburg's only a sixty four. Um you know, so uh, <coughs> uh, neither are fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, Jeff Sims is definitely more of the, uh, the dual threat type of quarterback where Harburg's more of the, you know, standard pocket passer. Um, but the, the idea of playing another dual threat quarterback really scares me. Yeah, I was going to say, that's if Jeff, Sim play, Jeff Sims is that quarterback uh, on the 28th, that worries me just because of our – our uh, streaks this year against mobile corporate mobile. I mean, we, we even saw this past weekend McCord take advantage of it, you know, from time mm -hmm. to time, um, which I imagine was, a, was a film, a film study thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, and I don't know if we're going to score predictions right now or not, but um, just kind of from looking at their schedule so far this year and just the, the outcomes of these games, I could see it being like, you know, uh, kind of a low scoring game, honestly, like a kind of like, a, you know, the game against Illinois where it was 20 to seven uh, where Purdue comes out on top. But um, so do you guys have any ideas for like score predictions or, um, you know, what what do you guys think? Do you guys think? I think gonna be, oh, I, thought you were done. I think I'm going to do my uh, I think I'm going to do my score prediction next week because I want to see how Nebraska gets out this week, because say they lose Sims this weekend, that might completely change my thought process and what the scores like well yeah the one thing i want to add on to about the russian quarterback and mccord last week mccord is not a, a running quarterback so that probably wasn't even in the game plan yeah they, 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 they he would take off with it that's that's about like 
you know, Peyton Manning got a QB sneaker, a bootleg once or twice in his career, but people did not game plan for that. It was it was sprung at the right time and it worked. Well, so um, so, so do you think that they maybe saw on film that we've struggled with that all season and then maybe implemented that as part of the game plan? I was going to say, I, think, I feel like we should know ourselves too and know, hey, we've struggled with this. They may try to. Because that's I what they it. said on the radio. They said uh, they said that was probably a designed run because they saw in film that Purdue struggled to contain and to contain See, quarterbacks this season. Now the radio is not always right, but I think that's the opposite. I think that Ohio State doesn't do it very often, so they knew when they ran that read option style handoff that we would crash down on it and it would be open. Yeah, hmm. or both can be true for the right. uh, listener or for the. Uh, audio listeners i just showed what a handoff looks like so oh thank you dylan a new like, aspect we have here at the i was looking Express at my podcast. other screen i didn't see that well, well and he only We're had totally, he, he only had five recorded carries so it wasn't like he did it against us 15 20 times like they sprang it at the right time or two that it worked okay. like if, if oh, he had yeah. done that whole game i don't think it would have been anything that worked against us. it but, felt um, like a lot more it did. I, I kind of second uh, Chris's sentiments that I'm going to watch that game. 3.30 on Big Ten Network is Nebraska Northwestern. I would watch that game and study it. You know, being a bye week for Purdue fans, that's the game. I know it's not the exciting game, but it's two of our final four opponents, and I think it's going to tell you a lot of information oh, on no, whether we can the, expect. He said the word. Um, mm-hmm. It's four. like a transition. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, and, and, um, and in that in that, you know, we still have some questions we need to answer as well. Um, is Tyrone Tracy going to be back? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's well, the hope. what's the status with, with with Luke Griffin? Is he done for the season? It didn't look like a great injury, um, you know, but the offensive line played well, actually, against Ohio yeah. State. I thought they actually played really well. Only set seven pressures allowed by the offensive line, uh, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, that was encouraging to see. Um, yeah. You know, so there, there, there's, there's a lot of questions to be answered there. I know there wasn't a press conference this week where we normally get those answers because everyone's out on the recruiting trail. But speaking of speaking of recruiting, um, you know, there was a certain uh, top 50 player that Walters mentioned who supposedly uh, on his visit gave a silent verbal commitment. Uh, Very we still have, uh, yeah, we still haven't seen seen that. Uh, I know who it is, but uh, anyone know anything about that? No, not at all. No. It's uh, silence. And I am really you guys know how I feel about it. I think it's I thought it was silly that Walters came out and said that without a hard commit. But, you know, that's just me. So I'll tell you what. One thing I commend him for is he just says what he wants. Like he 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 really he just says he just says whatever he feels like saying. Um, I mean, I know he he talked about going out in the field uh, with Marcus Bowe's injury. And that was tough to listen to. I mean, that was mm-hmm. that was really, really tough to listen to, to, to hear that. Um, so that's uh, that, that's just very different than what we're used to seeing from our football coach. What he's referring to, y'all, is the coach's show last week. If you listen to that, um, he actually uh, – Coach Walters addresses that during the coach's show, talks about going out and basically holding Embo's hand and just telling him to look at him, look at me, look at me. Yeah, it was it was a, kind of a goosebump moment for sure. And he, he told him to not look down as well. I mean, that's just yeah. like – oof. Yeah. So what exactly is Imbo's injury? Like, what was it? Um, they, they, they didn't say, but it's not, I mean, for, uh, I'm, uh, if, if you haven't listened to Walters talk about it, I would highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good. Like he, yeah, I would guess was, it was some he, kind of compound fracture. For yeah. Sure. Cause Walters even said, I'm not a doctor, but I could tell what was wrong. And I'm yeah. like, no, nah, that's never, 
that's not. And I mean, when you play a whole season without rotating out your O line very often at all, I mean, that was <clears throat> unfortunately just bound to happen. So. But that also that also brings up a good point. How bare was that cupboard left by the Brom regime? I mean, it's, it's, we lost Holstage, we lost Eric Miller, we lost Lawrence Johnson, no Jack yeah. Sullivan. Um, you know, uh, yeah, all the yeah, I mean, all the people. The, there's there, there there there's a lot of that you know brahm left the cupboard bare well he 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 emptied the cupboard as he as he walked right. out the door i think it, so, i think it was yeah. a, maybe a combination of the two yeah it was yeah and I, i've trust me i've i've had I've, I've i've made this case with plenty of louisville fans that are all around me it's like oh that's you know goes to show how important brahm was to that program you know look at look at their record this year it's like well he hey the birds with teeth lost yeah. so. they did they lost the pit and yeah. we don't Not play 90 percent you know, Eastern Michigan for the blind. But. Yeah. Uh, but another an, another question about this upcoming Nebraska game is how healthy is his Hudson card? Um, I think it, they, 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 someone said, I think it was um, Kyle Rudolph was doing commentary, right? Oh, he, God. he said, he said it was a left shoulder injury is what he's playing through. Like they just like said it on then and, and no one had Chris, said not a fan of Kyle was. Rudolph apparently. No. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that. No, he's a great no. tight end. He's but, a good uh, tight end. <laughs> Horrible. How we feel about Tony Romo? Romo. Oh, I I liked. Romo's I like Tony Romo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Romo's he's, great. He's the goat. Man. Russ, he's we awesome. know you like Romo. Shut up. I thought. I thought. <laughs> Love you, Russ. I thought Rudolph's praise for Ross Aid was awesome. Yeah. Like he talked about coming in there and playing and like barely getting away with a win and and how tough of a place it is to play and how I mean yeah he played played at Notre Dame he played there several times that was back when that was a protected rivalry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I, I really appreciated that. I can't wait like, for that game next year. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of, this is off topic. That's me. Cool. The uh, the OHIO podcast guys had this guy from Notre Dame on their his, their podcast, and he was electric. So keep that for a note for later. We got to get that guy on. He was awesome. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, <laughs> so with 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 the injury, and again, I didn't watch this with the injury to Marquise Wilson. Um, Derek Rogers uh, was thrown into the starting starting job. Uh, how did he look in your all's opinion? I didn't really get to watch the game. We, we had a bunch no. of family stuff going on. Yeah, that day. I was, I was, I was listening to it. All how dare you guys spend time? We, with hey, I was, yeah, I was in Louisville selfish. though. Louisville. I was in Louisville. Yeah, my, my. my Do you guys know know where the rubber, the rubber town district is in Louisville? Yeah, it's no on one the west side, there. isn't it? Yeah. It's like off of this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on, the on the river, that, yeah. I was telling you guys that stunk. We drove through it. and it was No, like, it oh, smells terrible. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, what's that smell? My wife was like, oh, I think we're in the rubber town district. And I was like, That's how do you know that? She's like, look at that sign over there. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it, it smells awful down there. But it's like it, it, no one like lives down there. It's just all all industrial. But yeah, it yeah. smells. It smells we, uh, we went to the Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular, which is really cool. Shout out to the Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular. It was a good time. That sounds like a good time. It is. It's cool. It's like over. They have like over five thousand pumpkins that they carve, and it's all different themes. So like, it was like adventure and TV and um, just all sorts of stuff. So there was, uh, they had like a Disney one. So there was like pumpkins with Star Wars characters on it. And Ooh, do you guys? Do you guys still? I mean, you guys. Most of you have children, so you probably still carve pumpkins, right? No. I did. We How did. Uh, oh, sorry. I just thought you spent time. We did this. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. God, uh, trying to bring up a wholesome family moment. Chris just wants to ruin it. We did this year. It was the first time we've carved pumpkins. I mean, it was the first time like our our uh, my our daughter's like 
been interested in wanting to do that just with her age and everything. So we did this year and I was like, dang, I don't remember the last time I carved a, carved a pumpkin. Uh, you know what? I have an idea. Whoever carves a BXP Boiler Express podcast pumpkin, I haven't cleared this with the uh, Blitzboard guys. We'll send you a Blitzboard. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we'll go ahead and count me out. I have no artistic ability cool. at all. Awesome. So Great. Can't do that. I'm gonna but, go but I know everyone else, feel free to participate. I meant the fans, um, not us. Oh, yeah. okay. oh I see. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't want to use yeah. the word fans, but listeners. Yeah. Okay. No, we, yeah, yeah. we have well, fans. fans? There's nothing wrong with saying if that. If you're yeah. a fan, tell us. <laughs> yeah. yeah I just want somebody to like tweet at us just a picture of like an oscillating fan. Oh, some smart ass will, I'm sure. Well, so, uh, you know, we have 12 ish minutes. You know, sometimes we go over, but do we, do we dare talk basketball for a second? Hell yeah. Oh, you mean the sport that we're good at? Yep. Let's go. Wow, Dylan. Whoa, man. I didn't expect that from you. Didn't yeah, expect I mean, that. I'm the full, I love football, and but yeah. I also love basketball. I had a sick jumper. Shut your mouth. Yeah, okay. I want to, I want to, I want to set the stage here. I think Purdue is better than their record in football. I really do. Like, yes. I mean, agreed. And, I mean, and I'm not, I, I'm not think, putting down the football program. I'm just saying, historic, yeah. you know. I mean, if we had Maryland's schedule, we'd probably have a good record. Oh, God, they're going to come after you. <laughs> Watch I your mean, back, we, we do have one common opponent with Maryland, and we beat them, and Maryland lost to them. So, <laughs> By transitive property, we're a better, we're yes. a better team. Stupid uh, turtles, he said. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, so for anyone uh, who doesn't know, we were, for anyone who doesn't know, we were ranked number one in Ken Palm um and you know love or hate ken palm i know people are very polarized on that uh the guy doesn't use opinions he uses stats and math to uh generate his uh, projections and predictions Holy functioning big brain yeah yeah so um you know it's not it's 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 uh it's not an opinion it's just uh stats and metrics now it is preseason and how he's kind of the uh, hush hush on his methodology but he he has alluded to the fact that he just takes what you have coming back what you've done in the transfer portal and uses that to, to basically project sort of like, you know, human beings do, um, which is why we're ranked number three in the AP as well. Um, so again, they just, you know, forecast what we did last year and then, you know, extrapolate that onto this year and then they come up with the rankings as well. So to condemn him also for that predicted us to go undefeated, right. Uh, to win every game this year. Yeah. I mean, and so, yeah, well, he's not, he's not necessarily predicting us to go, undefeated he's saying that we have a more than 50 percent probability to win okay, every I game you. i got you. so like but like summer as low as like 54 i think 54 percent. yeah i think the game against gonzaga were predicted like a one point win yeah. game i want so. to address this uh, com- <laughs> this comment here uh before mm-hmm. we get too far into this got a comment from cody here i almost pulled a dylan and bought the actual rowdy mascot suit and my question for you guys <laughs> coach walters <laughs> you have the players watching nebraska <laughs> game and scout for the weaknesses. I don't care teams. about the question. Cody, why didn't you do it? <laughs> why didn't you buy the suit, Cody? So he God. could buy it from you. I would have bought it off him. I'm I know. God darn it, Cody. Now I you can walk you. out of frame. You. If you're mad, you can walk out. Of- yeah, I'm, I'm done. All right. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean, I, and I think that, uh, to, so to, to answer that question, yeah, I, I definitely 100%. think that, that you have a watch party. That's why I said it was your homework. We're gonna watch, yeah. Yeah. So, you're going to see, you're, you're going to, you're going to watch North, uh, Nebraska because it's the really the only team time in the room. Yeah. It's really or, the only time you get to do that. Or honestly split it up into position groups and each yeah, one little, watch it in their each position room. Have a little pizza party. The DBs can use the Stu Schweiger linebacker room. <laughs> 
Stu, uh, yes, we need that Stu back on. Love you, Stu, if you're listening. Appreciate you, big dog. Dylan walked off about Rowdy and came back talking about pizzas. Hey, get some pizzas, you know, maybe mm. some pepperoni pizzas. I'm just saying, if you're going to have a watch maybe party, some you supreme have pizzas, pizza. maybe meat lovers. You Where'd know. you get your pizza from, though? Oh, so Mad like, locally, Mad Mushroom. Shout out. I saw Dave uh, on uh, Saturday, talked to him and his wife. Nice. Good to see Dave again. Haven't seen him since the International Pizza Expo in Vegas like three years ago. I think it was pre COVID. I don't know. Got a bid for, a bid it. for Dude, it. You should have called me. Together we would have gotten the damn thing. God. <laughs> yeah. So uh okay, so uh to that recap, club. we're ranked number one in Kin Palm basketball, we're ranked number three in the AP poll. Two um, in the coaches. Two in the coaches poll. How, hey, shout, out, how... shout out to Banter for getting that. Yeah, one. Well, yeah. We gotta give them Banter, their... you guys were Banter so salty did. about just being flipped. Yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it, it, wasn't, because... it wasn't a huge deal, but yeah. It, well, it was. It was. Oh, it was. Respect on our name. God, it was <laughs> echo, a echo. Deal, well, some uh, you know, there's me. a lot of fans of another Big Ten team, Dylan stands school, up and possibly in the same state of Indiana. <laughs> uh, they seem to think that like the expectations for them, not that it matters, but the expectations for them are you know national championship or bust. Yeah, because they're breathing all that asbestos that's in all those banners. That's why. Yeah, a comment from Cody says, "Sorry, Dylan. Yeah, you better very, be Cody. It sounds very, very genuine. You, I appreciate like, you. Yeah, that sounds very genuine. Man, you're like our number one." Yeah, listen. always in here. Like he's our he's number a loyal one. Man. He was gonna say yeah. fan. He was like, uh, he's uh, he's loyal to the program. He's, he's a friend of the program. That's for now on. I'm I'm declaring it now. Program. Whenever we make a shirt, hat, if we ever do, I don't know. Cody gets a free one. Right. Well, his would say he's, he needs a shirt like yours, but then it says 100 on the back because he's you I know, love keeps it. it 100 and he's our 100th follower. 100. You, know? you gotta say it like the kids yeah. say. 100. 100. Yeah, he did win the 100th follower giveaway. That's crazy. Yeah. So so did given that. Given that a lot of IU fans, a lot of IU talking heads seem to think that national championship or bust is the case for them. What what is what what is our blank or bust? Right? Is it final oh, four, final four or bust? Make the tournament or bust? Like what is what is our Full realistic game. expectation? Wait, what is <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Sorry, NBA yeah. finals? Is what I'll I'm throw feeling. this out there too. I think IU fans should be happy with the top half finish in the Big Ten because oh. they lost a lot and they're doing oh. the same thing they've done. For the last 15 years, okay, they look at the piece of paper and go, Oh, okay, look at this Russ. star, this star, this number. So, National they're the championship. They're the like, Notre Dame of basketball. Okay. Oh, oh, I, I will that. say the Michael I love that. a way better the job than any talk. other coach has hey, there in the last 15 I'm years. Gonna, I'm going to take one off of Boggs. I'm going to say they're the poor man's Duke or the poor man's Notre Dame in basketball because they aren't even ranked, right? So, they think that they're great, but like the rest of the country is like, Nah, man. Mm -mm. No, Illinois is ranked, but you're not. If you think like we're talking Colts and, and Minnesota earlier, Indiana is the cult of college basketball. You know what? If if they want to start off like uh, we did last year and uh, start off unranked and then become number one, um, as long as it's not within 34 days like we did, fastest break record breaking time to ever do that, um, and then deal. losing the first round, they can do that. That you know, I'd be that'd be fine with, uh, with me. They can do that all they want. So shout out to the Fighting Dickinsons. So I literally saw a tweet. I don't know why. I'm <laughs> Thanks this for up. the laugh, guys. But yeah. I, I chuckled. Yeah, I Dave, saw this. Thanks, Dave. I saw this tweet the other day. I mean, so this this is like perennially. It's the best time of the year to be an IU basketball fan right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it happens every year. It's like, <laughs> so it's like a month before the pre the the season, a month before the season starts. Like they they're hyped yeah. about recruits. They're hyped about this guy coming back and the football team's know, been exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football team's not yeah. good. Like this is always the best. But uh, I did see. What are we snapping about? Oh no! Remember when uh, Tom Allen. 
Tom Allen oh, snapped Tom in their Allen. fight song. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cody, Cody, we appreciate you too. Love man. you, Cody. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, so yeah, best time of the year to be an IU fan. But we're we're you know where 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 do we stand in that in the grand scheme of things? Um, I I think that I'll be disappointed with anything but a Final Four. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. But at the same time, if we get to a Final Four, it's it's gonna be hard to not be disappointed for a while if we don't win it all, because I I feel like that's where our program's at is the expectation is barring something crazy or the I word that you don't ever want to say the big 10 regular season should be locked up big 10 <laughs> tournament. I'm not really worried about. All right. Like I'm not really worried about the big 10 tournament. I, I I'm fine going out in the first round and being healthy for the, the big dance, you know, maybe at least win a game. Cause I know there's numbers out there that say where is you've got to at least win year? a game. Uh, in Chicago, or Chicago Indy? or Indy, one of the two. Yeah. So, in but, order, um, oh, sorry, I, thought I was gonna say, but yeah, as far as the the, the <laughs> postseason goes, I, I think you've got to get a Final Four. I mean, you know, Edie could come back next year. I don't know if he will. I, I feel like you know, DeMar- regardless of what happens this year, he either gets so overwhelmed by the fact that we didn't win it, so he leaves, or he goes on the high note because we won it all. But um, yeah, I think Final Four is is where I would I'd be like, okay, at least we made the Final Four, even if we didn't win it all. But if we don't make the final four, it's going to be pretty tough. Pretty I think tough. that I think that's the goal, but I don't think I'm going to be upset even if we get like the elite eight, because you've got to think it's a 1.14 percent chance or 1.14 percent of Division one basketball teams make the final four. It's a big deal. That's hard. Like that's really really difficult. Like like there's a reason that you don't have a lot of like back to back national champions or and stuff anymore is just because it's it's just difficult especially it in the is. transfer it portal and and things like that so i think as long as we continue to play well and get even if we get to an elite eight and fall okay i think if we get a mic i think the goal is a final four but i'm not going to be super squirrely if if it blows up in our face, as long as we're, it's not like a first weekend loss or something like that. You know what I mean? Here's the, here's the <clears> problem <throat> with that is 94 schools have appeared in the final four. So on a one year basis, sure. You're talking about a 1% chance or whatever, but at some point we've got to break through at some point. Like right. I get that it's a very rare thing, but, but, know, and we- I will give, uh, I will give Jeff Goodman this point. He brought it up last year. I think after the tournament was over that he said like, no, it was either him or Dockich. I can't remember. Um, one of them said after a tournament, like, hey, eventually, like, Purdue is getting the opportunity to get to a Final Four because they consistently make the tournament. Eventually, you're going to play the law of probability and eventually break through. It's yeah, just, yeah, that's definitely true. I just um, want to be alive before when it happens. Yeah, so. I, want, yeah I, I want Katie to yeah. see it. I want Katie to see yeah. it. Yeah. Katie and Russ's hours are ticking. We got to hurry this up. <laughs> there's a there's there, there's a couple things that are different about this team. One we talked about before we went live. One thing is that Painter has finally come forward and said that he believes he's a major contributor to the problem. Um, not saying I agree with that, but if he if he if he says that, I back whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is my stance on that? Two, when you think about Matt Painter and you think about how he develops players. <laughs> Typically, freshmen don't play a lot. Typically, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of freshmen redshirt, right? 
And so then they come in as, you know, academic sophomores, they play eight to 10 minutes a game. Sophomores, they play 10 to 15 minutes a game. By the time they're juniors, they're, they're starters, maybe. But we have two sophomore starters who played 30 minutes a game and who started every single game as true freshmen. So in the painter program, you know, these guys are basically the equivalent of seniors from a game and experience standpoint. So that's, that's something different about this team. Now, big banter, it's an atrocity that neither one of them were in your top 14 guards in the conference. But you got guys shame. you got guys that were on the bottom five teams in the conference on that list, but not two of the guys on the team that won the conference by three games. Like, get out of Damn here. Damn right, Russ. So so for for what so for anyone who doesn't know what Russ is referencing is uh our affiliate Big Banter put out a list of the top guards in the Big Ten. Neither Braden nor Flusher uh made the list. Uh I Braden Fled. hasn't made a lot of lists, uh, to be honest. So it's not just Big Banner. He's not made a lot of lists. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm I'm cool with that. I am totally cool with that. Because like when you look at when you look, because Braden Smith is the guy that everyone's gonna call overrated, but they secretly wish they were on their team. Like mm-hmm. and, and like this I, generation's Aaron Kraft. Yeah, it's just like um oh, I'm, I'm gonna bash on Braden. He turns the ball over too much, he doesn't show up in big games. All those things aren't true. Um, but like, man, if he were on your team, you would you would go to war for that guy. Like that's yeah. like that. That's who he is. It's, he's, he's the only guard in the conference that averaged at least nine points, four rebounds, and four assists last year. Only guard that did that. And he had what, twenty-seven percent assist percentage? Like that's crazy. But for Russ, Russ, Xavier Johnson's coming back. Yeah, so. Xavier Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> well, Xavier yeah. Johnson's coming back. And yeah. he played what, like five or six games, and we're just going to assume that he's going to be great, even though the numbers he put up per game weren't as good as Braden Smith, and he's got like four more years of experience. But Russ, you must Johnson. have taken a nap this afternoon. You were on it. Oh, I did. I did. No, <laughs> Russ, Russ, Russ did his research. I want to want to address this comment here from Cody. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Plus, I'm tired of having a team that is capable of winning it all, but we get to the Sweet 16 or whatever, and it's like we fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and and – and 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 Painter Painter has said like it's 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 not it's no longer an anomaly like it's it's got to be something wrong with his approach and so some things we've seen differently we've seen you know Braden and Fletcher get get the significant playing time we've seen him admit that we've seen uh, some schedule only changes. took seventeen years to admit it but we've done we, it now I don't, I don't think he so much is I I, I don't, did he word it that way because I think what he worded <laughs> is it's 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 easy to see that I'm the common denominator. Yeah, right? that's, what, that's what he said is I, yeah. I, am, I am the common denominator here yeah. is what he keeps saying. It's like, yeah. he's like, I mean, basically when it says when, when it, when the problem transcends different eras of players and eras of his tenure, like he's the common denominator. Like that's when you have to look inward. <clears throat> um, so he's, I mean, he's, he's taking responsibility. Now that being said, I don't think Painter told the guys like, Hey, go miss shots. I mean, that's ultimately what fairly Dickinson right. came down to. Yep. You're five from 26 from three. So, I mean, if, if more of those shots go in, who knows what happens? We can sit and speculate all day. But, like, that's ultimately what, you know, what, what it boils down to. What I'm hearing from, uh, yes, from uh, my anonymous source is that we would have won that game, Frank. We would have we we won, won that, that game. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing, well, I, mean, I mean, no, who, who knows what would have happened if we <laughs> right, won that I'm game perfect. and how we would have progressed on. The thing I really like to see, and you touched on just a second ago, is the scheduling. We're scheduling teams that we normally yeah, so get ran too. out of the building. And yeah, I mean, so we're we're playing an exhibition game against Arkansas at Arkansas. Like that's that's we're going to learn a lot about our team in that game. Like that's probably going to be a sold out game. Arkansas has become a perennial contender in the last mm-hmm. you know five or six years under Muscle. I mean that that's that's crazy. I mean we 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 have a super tough schedule. I mean the uh, 
the is it, is it the Maui Invitational, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's stacked. Potential matchup game. against Kansas in that tournament. Yeah, by the yeah. Way. four or six teams are top eleven. Ken Palm. Yeah, I think. Uh, we're, we're we're playing Arizona on a neutral court uh, in Indianapolis, but you know we're playing Arizona on a neutral court. Dang it, it's gonna Long go down. Travel, you know. <laughs> Playing Alabama and Toronto. Roll Tide. Yeah, I actually wonder if that will go down as a neutral court game. So if you remember, last year's game against Penn State and Philadelphia actually went down as a a true road game. It was counted as a true road game. I think it's on the uh, Ken Palm. I think it's counted as a semi-home game. Well, I I wonder how the the NCAA tournament selection committee will see it, um, if they'll see that as a home game for us or not. But regardless, I mean, I'm I'm going to that game. I got my tickets. Um, This is... This is really dumb, but I feel like it's it's going to be based on what the environment is because in that how the palestra happened, right? Like it was initially a neutral game, but then like even the announcers all game were saying this is clearly a home game for Penn State. They're getting the ticket sales, they've packed the house, like it's it they've closed out the arena to Purdue fans. So like then they went back and changed it and said, okay, we're changing this to a home game for Penn State. So I think that's what happens is if if Purdue fans pack it out in Indy, I think it will get switched to a home game for us. But one thing, one one other thing about this year's team is that, you know, we're returning all of our starters, but these guys know how to grind out wins. <clears throat> I mean, when you look at last year's schedule, there are a lot of games that are basically just coin flips down to the, you know, to the to the end. Uh, like Marquette, we trailed most of that game. You know, we 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 probably I don't want to say should have lost, but you know, if, if you take a minute off the clock, we probably lose that game. We just happen to have the higher score, you know, when the clock hit zero at Nebraska. I mean, that's one we we barely scraped away with uh, at Ohio State. You know, that's what what, what do we what do we conclude Dude, on the recent did like eight percent, like eight percent of the time in that scenario, you lose that you you win that game. So like we we got away at, at Michigan State, we got away with some games that were just you know ultimately coin flips. And so this team knows how to how to pull those out. Um, you know, we just couldn't do it in March when it mattered. Yeah. So. That's one thing that I know I forget about um, Fletcher Lawyer is just how cold-blooded he really was at certain points uh, of the season last year. Like, he hit that game winner against Ohio State. He hit the game winner, I think, against Nebraska, if I if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kids got it in them to be that cold-blooded, you know, <clears throat> games online shooter. Um, so I'm hoping that it all just whatever what however the season ended last year like you know whatever changed and you know nobody could hit the broad side of a barn to end the season hopefully whatever bug that was is gone um and these guys have kind of settled into where they're at and what their roles are and can you know flip it around so i, mean, I, I would love flip. to see what some of the workouts that braden and fletch have been putting in look like because braden too going into last year he was hurt right into last offseason mm-hmm. he's coming off an injury so yeah and fletch i'll never forget I'll never forget the Michigan State game. Never forget it. When Izzo was chanting Foster's better. And what does he do? He scores nine of the last 11 points and then assists Edie on the game winner. Like, mm-hmm. that's cold-blooded. They definitely got worn down because they're freshmen in the Big Ten, and it's a long season. Well, and Fletch was playing through an injury, too. Like, that's like a lot of people – like, I was – again, I don't know why I argue with people on Twitter, <laughs> but a guy today was knocking on Fletch. And I'm like, he was playing through an injury the second half of the season. Like, I mean, it – yeah, he wasn't playing like he did at the beginning because he was he was injured. It's kind of like when Sasha was playing with a broken finger. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was like knocking on him. I'm like, he's got a broken finger, you know? Yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, I know Dylan wanted to uh, shout out the Purdue Hockey Club real quick. So, Dylan, take it away. 
First of all, I ran downstairs to grab this hockey stick. I'm very out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the point, hold on, boy. Dylan, Dylan, hold on one second. I yeah. I want to I want to address this comment here. We just got uh, from the big time boiler. I really hope Painter doesn't start Morton at the three. Um, Don't get Frank started, y'all. No, 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 no. I know. I would I would I would love to talk about hold this for a second. For one one thing about that at the three, from what I hear, um, Brian Waddell is going to make a run for that starting job. From like from everything I've been hearing, is that he looks really good. Um, so given that, would you rather have an experienced Morton or an inexperienced Waddell between the two? Because I know Morton, uh, inex- uh, experienced Morton. I'd Colvin's not starting. Wow, you just want to win, guys. I don't care who freaking starts yeah. as long as we're winning games. For God's sakes. Well, I think I just think that. I think that when Purdue was a top five <laughs> offense, a top three offense, really, for most of the season last season, and they had Ethan Morton in the starting lineup, you don't fix with what's not broken. Um, but uh, that being said, he he did miss some 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 layups. I mean, just some some easy layups throughout the season. And let's not forget too, Ethan Morton was a big part of uh, a few of those coin flips. While we won some of those coin flips, like the yeah. Ohio State game, he had that huge turnover. He does glue guy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a lot to glue. Um, so. And and he and he's a great on ball defender, uh, and he you know, but yeah, he 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 could stand to improve offensively, and he knows that you know. Yeah. But I, I and, and I wonder if you know some competition at that at that at that spot with Colvin, with Brian Waddell, uh, will just push him to to you know improve a little bit. Um, I think that uh, I think that we can uh, we can see that one more one more comment here from Michaela. You guys are awesome and amazing. Thank, Thank you. Michaela. Wow. Thank you that. so much, Michaela. Yeah, you. we appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in. We just hit her with a bless your heart. Wow. <laughs> well, okay, sorry. So, All right, talk you about your Dylan, stick, Dylan. Mississippi or what? Dylan, what? Dylan, sorry to interrupt you. Just wanted to address that. No, I'm glad you did that, that because I, I was able yeah. to catch my breath again. So thank <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'd like to shout out the Purdue hockey team. Yes, we do have a hockey team. Boiler up, Michaela. Um, so they split the weekend series with Miami of Ohio. Uh, really coming in hot there. A uh, what was it? A uh, hat trick by the man, the myth, the legend, Tyler Groen. I think I'm saying his last name wrong, probably. Uh, but we're gonna have him on the podcast in the next few weeks. Heck yeah! Uh, so as a hockey guy, as as well, I mean, Chris is to go Blackhawks. By the way, uh, don't listen to Come Nick. On, Preds, Nick's, let's go, Preds. Uh, Nick's are what? Blackhawks, baby. Russ, please go back to bed. Anyway, is a weird is a weird team name. It's a tough too. name. Yeah, That's a bad name. You really put you on a name. list. <laughs> the the fighting Chris Hansons, as I like to call. Them. Wow, wow, kryptonite. Okay. All right, should be their mascot. Anyway, uh, if you if you're on campus, go go watch Purdue hockey. Uh, great club they got going on gone there. Good group of people. Uh, I think we're gonna have uh, Tyler on the podcast in the next few weeks, hopefully, yep. and talk some hockey. Uh, Ross, we're, we're Ross, Russ, whatever your name is. Uh, I don't say apparently you're a Preds fan. That's unfortunate. Just now learning is. about that. But yeah. I mean, I like yeah. Kane. I, like, I mean, I, I already like teams that disrespected you. you know? <laughs> Go Sabres. See, that... I can respect the Sabres. Or uh, if you've watched The Office, that's Sabres. 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 <laughs> See, but Sabres fans, that means Cody there stuck to him for a long time. Because Yeah, he's been through that... the hadn't been great anyway uh go hawks go blue jackets i also you know they're the hometown team but i just the blackhawks are the black you just have an affinity for not liking well you like the Bengals, but they're pretty much and the reds yeah pretty much kentucky team take but kentucky oh yeah i guess you're right (laughs) um even though i don't like fc cincinnati aka fc kentucky uh anyway um so yeah we're gonna have the hockey team on the pod here soon 
interview them, change things up a little bit. Um, hockey is arguably, probably not arguably, is the best sport in the world. So, At second, third, depending on wow. Like, okay. Well, anyway, guys, hey, we're go guys, ahead remember and, uh, Zach Eady played hockey. Okay. Yeah, and baseball. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Uh, one thing I do want to say though is sometime <laughs> with I've been seeing all these all these people of uh, different sports playing in playing in area uh, stadiums where you don't play that sport like nebraska's volleyball team playing oh. at their football stadium uh the iowa women's basketball team playing at uh the football stadium so i just want to see the pretty boilermakers play at like lucas oil or something because i said ross aid and everybody was like the grass man the grass and i was like <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i forgot we care so much about grass here at purdue <laughs> so um, that I would be cool having really a cool. having a game at, at Lucas. Well, I would go to that. Do you guys think we could sell? Do you guys think <sighs> that they could get over fifty k for Lucas Oil? Oh yeah, fifty k. I mean, I thought you were gonna say if we could sell out Lucas for Oil, a basketball game. Oh yeah, yeah especially if you get like IU in there or like we play Butler in there. You know, like you make it a kind of a, a like if the Arkansas Purdue game was at Lucas Oil. Ooh yeah. Uh, mm. I think I think you would have to have like five dollar tickets. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. And yeah. beer, you'd have to have dollar beer night. Yeah, I mean, it, um, yeah, because have you all set up at the top row of some of these football stadiums? Yeah, and imagine Lucas, that the basketball Lucas court is, is like terrifying. a third. Yeah, the Shamrock. Well, I watched series? WrestleMania at Mercedes Benz Dome okay, in whatever. New Orleans. Okay, I saw it's a little square. That right? is true, that is ridiculous. <laughs> no, but I remember the Shamrock series was the first time I've been up so like the nosebleeds of Lucas Oil. Uh-huh. My knees were shaking. Like, really, it's <laughs> really not that bad, but I've been it's on kind of like being in the balcony at Assembly Hall. Not I've, I've been on the field at Lucas Oil, and you look up and it's it's kind of like holy shit. Guys, like, don't dog Lucas Oil around Chris, he's gonna let you know. I love Lucas Oil, I'm a Bengals fan. The Bengals stadium is poop. Like Football Lucas Oil. Well, if there's a guy it's named really, Lucas really Oil Paul watching right now, yeah, yeah, it's a whole company, it's a whole they do all. Lucas but, um, old. Football should be played outside. Do they do they make it down close to Louisville? True. Oh, Louisville. Yeah, Lucas All is from Louisville. And he, Frank, ooh. that's why Indy hosts the Super Bowl and not Pittsburgh. Oh, damn. Okay. So anyway, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, again, big shout out to our partnership at uh, Big Banner Sports. You can check them out at BigBannerSports.com. They've got 13 really good podcasts uh, out there. Um, they've got the really Big Ten great. Huddle. 13 got, great podcasts. Great podcasts. 13, 13 really good 13 incredible ones. podcasts. Um, and they've got uh, sports betting. They've got, I mean, just everything that you could need uh, if you're a fan of the Big Ten uh, in general. So, um, shout out to those guys. Shout out to, shout out to that one other podcast who listens to every one of our podcasts. Yeah, shout out to you guys. I'm sure we we'll see a, a tweet from you guys here in the next we'll hour. See him or so. in Slack, I'm sure. Um, one, one more random shout out, or maybe <laughs> maybe two. Shout no. out Raheem Mostert. Lead me NFL in total touchdowns. Like, let's go, man. Raheem the Raheem. Mostert. That's I don't wild. think anybody um, calls him that, but I will. Also, Raheem dude, is averaging like 2.3 uh, rushing yards over expected as well. Damon's trying so like hard. Fourth in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, so did Frank talk life. trash about our fantasy football league at all? Frank's six and zero, y'all. He's got a two game lead in this fantasy. League. I'm not a trash talker. Knock him off. Somebody's gonna I, knock I, him off. I follow. I follow in the footsteps of Troy Polamalu. Speak softly, carry a big stick. Oh my god! How I'm sorry. Uh, that? That's so cheesy, Frank. God, just talk shit instead of having your big hair. I bet you like head and shoulders too, Frank. God. Troy Polamalu. <laughs> uh, like. Troy did Troy Polamalu needed need to talk smack or did he just like everyone no, everyone defenses him. like it was no big deal he ruined Pat yeah. McAfee's one chance at a touchdown I'm sorry you know, I was I was at that game that I was actually too. at that game but not 
He, he, he Damon has too really, friendly Damon, guys, Damon really wants to end this. He's, yeah, please. Can we end it, please? Can we <laughs> All Thank right, you. everybody. Thank you all it. for tuning in. Thank Is that somebody in the studio audience over there, Dylan? Yeah, it's the one studio audience member who's watching. Boiler up, just, hammer Andy, down. Go home. Let's all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, actually, are we going to meet next week with it being a bye week, or because we've already talked about the Nebraska game a little bit? Are we? Are we still meeting next week? We'll talk about it. Uh, hey, we'll why don't we out. just have one where we shoot the shit? Huh? That's every week. I, I, that's what we that's do every week. Yeah. That's true. We're pretty good at that, guys. All right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, shout out to Blitzboard. Shout out to Big Banner. Shout out to Martin Vintage. Go check them all out, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Boiler up. Boiler up. Boiler down. down.